0: It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show, presented by Nest Betting. The three-time manager of the year sits down with Chris Townsend, exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here now is Chris Townsend. It's now time for the Bob Melvin Show right here on A's Cast, and it's brought to you by nestbetting.com. You can check out Nest Betting, the stores in the Bay Area, or go online, nestbetting.com, and use the coupon code Oakland. For all of your betting needs, whether it's the mattress, the pillows, the sheets, you name it, go to nestbedding.com or the stores, use the coupon code Oakland. Skip, how are you on this Saturday?
1: Doing good, doing good. We had a little bit of a rough one last night, but we've been playing pretty good, so we'll move on and, uh, you know, go after tonight's game.
0: Yeah, you really have to enjoy the way your ball club has been playing lately, especially in August. Uh, just talk about how uh, the the confidence continues to rise with your team.
1: Yeah, it does. You know, we, we you know had some some acquisitions from from the uh, from the from the trade deadline, which have been great for us. Uh, fit in well not only on the field but in the clubhouse, and seems like the timing has been that we played a lot better since. So, you know, we've always been known to be a second-half team. We feel like that's the case. We're playing a lot better, and uh, we got a tough stretch coming up, so we need to play good.
0: Yeah, Elvis Andrus is out on paternity leave. Obviously, a birth of your child is far more important than baseball games, but it's tough to lose your shortstop. It
1: is, and, you know, with Josh Harrison out now, and I don't know if that that's probably maybe at least in another day or so, uh it it straps us a little bit as far as you know guys in the middle of the infield so but you know what you go over you do this through over the course of the season you know we always we we miss elvis and we wish him the best and we know it's going to be three days and like you said that's the most important thing uh but there are times when you're you're a little short you know whether it's in the lineup whether you're on the bench but that's when you expect the lineup to take over and the depth and the pitching that we have
0: if Josh Harrison is able to go in the next couple of days. Will you think about putting Matt Chapman starting him for a full game at shortstop? You know, right now, actually, I would. Chappie was supposed to have today off, and
1: obviously, that that won't be the case with you know having two two other infielders down. Um, I don't know yet. We'll have to see how uh, BML Machine plays at short. We've seen him there some. You know, balls that hit to him, he usually catches. Um, so I, I really don't want to move a, a platinum glove third baseman as short unless I have to. So we'll see how the next day or so goes.
0: So he has reached base safely in 12 of his last 18. Uh, the day with five walks was pretty incredible where you go, you know what, he's starting to see it. What are you seeing with Matt Chapman at the plate, and do you think this is going to springboard him the last half of the season to really start putting up some numbers?
1: Yeah, I always think that, you know, we, we know there's a lot in there offensively and and some years are down years, some years are grinds. You start to figure it out and then something happens and you know, you're back in, in a, in a tough stretch. His defense always plays for us, his leadership, his base running, everything else he does always factors into, to the outcome of a game, but we know that there's more in there offensively. He, he's, you know, he knows it as well. Uh, Hopefully a few games gets him going, we time it right and, and he, you know, he he shows us offensively what he has in years past. So uh, just some years are like that, and sometimes it's coming back from from an injury that, that can be difficult for you, and sometimes it takes a little while.
0: You know, I know the bullpen, the bullpen wasn't perfect yesterday, but we're going over the numbers in the postgame. Your bullpen has been so good. I was, like, looking at Sergio Romo. He'd only given up three runs since, like, July 3rd. Uh, even though it wasn't great last night, just talk about how good, how good your bullpen has been.
1: Oh, it's been fantastic. And, you know, Sergio, I can't, honestly, I can't remember the last time he gave up a run. I think it's been, you know, at least in the, in the teens, as far as outings before he gave up a run, it's almost a shock when he does give up a run, you know, he comes into a first and second, nobody out situation, which can be a little difficult. You got a guy at the plate that you really don't know a ton about, um, And, you know, just makes one bad pitch. Next thing you know, it's three runs. But that has not happened very often with him. He's been great for us, as has the bullpen in general. You know, Chafin coming in and giving us another option from the left side. Uh, Puck is throwing the ball nicely uh, two times in a row for us. So we feel like we have pretty good depth in our bullpen.
0: Starling Marte extended his hitting streak to 11 games yesterday. He's batting 449 with five extra base hits. 10 RBIs during the streak, plus all the stolen bases, plus what he does on defense. Uh, We knew he was going to be this good, but he's playing at, like, such a high level right now. What's it like from the dugout watching him?
1: Yeah, I know. You know, you're exactly right. You really don't get the full effect of him until you actually see him play all the time. You know, you look at the numbers from afar. He's had some injuries, so, you know, the overall numbers were down, but... You know, in the at bats that he had, they were great. But since he's been with us, I mean, it's such an exciting brand of baseball, and you don't see that on paper. And sometimes that's you know, when you're looking at analytics and you're looking at numbers all the time, you don't really see the effect that a guy has on a game and how exciting he can be. And I know, you know, whether it's us in, in the dugout or guys on the field, you know, he just he just he's an uplifting guy, and that he's just so exciting to watch. And and he's a, he makes you a nervous wreck on the other side. Whether it's on the bases, at the plate, uh, he's been really impactful for us and just a great guy in the clubhouse too. So this was this was a, a fantastic trade for us uh in the now. Obviously we had to give up a lot for him, and that's the case when you get, you know, big time players like him. But man, what a godsend he's been for us.
0: Yeah, I'd be smiling in the clubhouse and, and, and in the dugout if I was hitting forty four four forty nine since the trade too.
1: Yeah, and stealing it seems like, you know, they should just When he gets on first, they should just save some time and put him on third. I mean, you know, just save a few pitches and a little angst that goes along with him, knowing he's on the bases. And, you know, there are certain guys I've said, you know, quite a few times here since he's been here that, that, you know, you know can steal a base. But then there are guys that steal bases when everybody knows that he's going to try to steal a base and you're throwing over and you're slide-stepping and you're doing everything you can to try to hold him there and you just can't. So, uh, yeah, he's been pretty good all the way around for us.
0: Has he changed the running game for the entire team?
1: Well, he has. I mean, you know, it kind of revolves around him, and then when he's off the bases, maybe they take a deep breath, and next thing you know, somebody else is stealing a bag too. You know, obviously, Loriano was a guy that, that we miss and, and and was really good on the bases, especially at the starting of the year too. You know, Elvis has been an, impactful on the bases and and really kind of, you know, a teacher to everybody else. But this, this is a different different brand here. Uh, with this guy. He's just electric. You know he's going. He steals the base anyway. Um, And he just makes you feel like there's a different dynamic up and down your lineup just because of him that you have the potential to do some things a little differently.
0: You know, you bring over Jan Gomes, who obviously has a great track record. How much, we know offensively what he can do defensively, but how good is this going to be for Sean Murphy long-term to have a veteran like this behind him?
1: Yeah, it is. You know, it's tough. It's tough trying to find you know, enough playing time for both because, you know, they're both starting catchers, and that's the difficult part. It will take a little bit off of Murph's plate. You know, he's had a, he's had a significant workload for a guy that we weren't really sure how many games we were going to get out of him after the collapsed lung and starting the season kind of, uh, you know, on a quick pace and not having much spring training. He's been really durable. His bat's starting to heat up. Um, so it's going to be fine, trying to find some, some reps for both of them. I think tomorrow you might see them both in the lineup uh, against Allard, the lefty, um, but it's quite the luxury to have. You don't normally have two starting catchers on your team.
0: And, and Talk about the job Jan has done coming over so far and, and learning the pitching staff because a, a modern-day catcher has to learn more pitchers than catchers of yesteryear.
1: You do and, and that's a difficult part and, and if it you know you might be a little bit more hesitant if it's not a veteran guy like him that's actually played on some different teams has caught every type of pitcher you can possibly you know possibly catch uh, the learning curve speeds up for a guy like him there's a lot of information that you can you can look to now um, so yeah he he's, he's a quick study um, he's getting to know our pitches very pitchers very quickly the more he's in there the you know, the, the more the better off he's going to be as far as calling a game, but that can be difficult in the middle of the season, uh, or even you know, past the middle of the season, to have to learn a pitching staff really quickly. But a guy like this is able to do that.
0: Who would have thought that you would have ever got this many starts from James Kaprelian? You would have never thought that.
1: Uh, no way. I mean, you know, he hasn't he hasn't had this kind of workload in quite some time, and. You know, we were kind of open-minded when he first got here and, you know, how much we're going to be able to get out of him. You know, we started him out kind of five and six innings tops and, you know, always under 100 pitches. And he's been, you know, surprisingly durable with with the amount of innings that he's had over the last couple of years. You know, our training staff's doing a good job with him. He's, he's you know, we, we, we check with him all the time to make sure he's feeling good. You know, the one time that he was a little sore in his shoulder, we shut him down
0: for a little bit, which
1: is probably the right thing to do too. But uh, to get the durability that we have, we never expected that.
0: Well, and, and I think about, you know, trying to keep a guy healthy and can get a little sore when you're 37 years old is Jed Lowry. He's been absolutely amazing. Just tell us how you handle that when you want to get him off his feet when you want to DH him instead of play second base, when you're going to give him an off day. How are you handling that?
1: Yeah, that you know what? He and I have a really good communication. We always have. And now that, uh, you know, after a couple of years of inactivity, it's important that we, you know, we monitor this. And there are times that you want to play him every day, but you know that you can't. Uh, the, the times he has the toughest time is, is after he plays in the field and then there's a day game the next day. I was probably going to DH him today, um you know if Harrison could have played a lot of different factors went in today's lineup so he he'll be off tomorrow uh, especially after a couple of days on the turf he'll be in the field again today so you know it's just the communication that that we've had over the years and and we have a really good relationship and he's honest with me I'm honest with him uh, the objective is to keep him on the field and keep him healthy because we see the production that we get from him when he goes on the field so um, you know, I, I think everybody's surprised at maybe the overall workload and production, but, you know, once we saw him in spring training and saw his swing hadn't changed and, and the production we got early in the season from him, you look at the numbers with runners the and scoring position is fantastic. So this is a guy we need to keep healthy.
0: You know, you know, the other day you won by two touchdowns and a field goal, 17, nothing against the Rangers. And we're all talking about. Look at Bob Melvin smiling in the dugout. We now know how to get smiles out of you. A blowout win. How, I mean, that had to be fun for you.
1: Yeah, anything over 10 runs is a smile. So <laughs> you, know, you know that going in now. But you know what? That, that was a day. It was really hot. Um, and there was, there was a little different banter on the bench that particular day. There were some things that, that were really funny going on, on the bench. So if I was smiling, it probably had a lot to do with that. Yeah. Um, but anytime you can, you, you know, we don't. We were very rarely we had those type of wins this year where you can relax somewhat. I mean, there are always obstacles. You know, who do you try to get out of a game? Who you're going to use to finish up the game, pitching wise? Chris Bassett's on the mound. I don't want to overextend him. So there are a lot of things that, that play into it. But yeah, I'll take 17 runs anytime they want to give them to me.
0: Let's end on this. They're going to be putting Adrian Beltray into the Rangers Hall of Fame. You managed a lot of games against him. Just tell me what you saw from him as a player.
1: Yeah, he's well, he was one of my favorites. I mean, we always had we had a little banter back and forth between he and I before every game, and and sometimes during the games. He's just such a such a great personality. I've gotten to even know kind of more about him with Elvis here now, and I know Elvis is is sad that he can't be here for this today. But yeah, he was a lot of fun. I'll tell you one quick story. When you know when Cespedes was first here. We were in Texas, and, and he hit a triple. He slid into third and had a little bit of a cramp in his hamstring. So Nick and I, uh, trainer, ran out there, and we were talking. That in uh English wasn't great at that time, so Beltray's interpreting for us. And uh, when we asked uh, Ioannis, you know, can you can you play? Beltray goes, no, he needs to come out of the game. <laughs> And, and you could Cessford goes, no, 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 no. And <laughs> Beltre started laughing because he's trying to get Cessford out of the game because he knows what an impactful guy he was. But that's just kind of the banter that you have with him. Not only was he a great player, he just loved to play the game. You sensed it and saw it from the other side, and what a terrific career he had.
0: Well, you got two more in Texas, and obviously the four in Chicago are not going to be easy, but should be a good battle.
1: Yeah, it should. You know, we have a tough stretch coming up. We try to play it day-to-day and just worry about today's game, but we do know that the schedule, uh, at least with the teams with, you know, above 500 records, uh, goes on for a while after this. So, you know, this is a team that's been tough on us. We've got to take care of business tomorrow, and we know we're going to have a battle on our hands when we get to Chicago.
0: Well, have a great weekend, great week, and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you.
0: That's the Bob Melvin Show brought to you by Nest Betting. Check out their stores in the Bay Area. They are safe. And also go to nestbedding.com and use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your order. That's the Bob Melvin Show right here on A's Cat. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.